Welcome back to another edition of Real Review, where we review movies uh, with our honest and straightforward opinions. And this week we have the, well, not-so-big blockbuster solo a Star Wars story, which came out on Friday, and I saw it on Sunday, and I've given it a few days to think about it before I get my final verdict, and I've come to that after now four days of thinking about it. And it's a bad movie. Solo is a bad movie. I went into it with low expectations, and I came out of it with actually liking it more than I expected, which surprised me. Because I heard that the actor was getting acting, coaching, you know, the actor playing Han Solo, and that they switched directors, you know, after these other two guys that did the Lego movie. You know, they, they did a whole movie, then they scrapped it because it was too silly and goofy and went with Ron Howard, who I'm not a big fan of. And we got what we got. A rushed... It shows. The final product shows. It's a rushed product. It's built... It, the whole movie feels like it's manufactured by a factory. It doesn't feel... It doesn't have any magic. doesn't have any emotion. doesn't have any feels. It's just very bland, boring, and unoriginal. Um... I was pretty disappointed, but like I said, I expected actually worse. I was a little bit surprised, but the movie, you know, it, it starts out just so, like, the beginning is so out of tone, out of pace. It's super fast, super, you know, you're thrown right into the action, which is fine, but it just doesn't work here because the rest of the movie kind of takes a different tone. It's very blue, and you can't really see what's happening. You know, it was kind of poor lighting in my view. And there's this weird caterpillar lady that, you know, talks to Han Solo. And it's just really, it felt so out of place, the whole opening of the film. And speaking of Han Solo, uh, Aaron Eichenwall, or how you pronounce his name, I really don't care because I don't care about him because he's not a good Han Solo. He tried. You can tell he's trying. But it's very forced dialogue. It doesn't come off well. And to be honest with you, nobody's going to replace Harrison Ford. I think that's the biggest sin of this movie, is it's trying to recreate magic. It's trying to recreate that original trilogy, you know, Harrison Ford, Han Solo, and whatnot. And it's just, it's, it fails so badly. Because it's not coming from the mind of the creator, and it's just not, you know, it just doesn't feel like there's effort put into this movie, which I find depressing. And the dialogue, like I said, it's very bad, very unoriginal, very trite, and just kind of really stupid at times. Like, uh, there's like this really, you know, uh, annoying uh, droid called L3, who, it's like, I don't want to mischaracterize it as like a social justice warrior droid, but it kind of is. It could be a mockery of it, which I doubt. But it's just got this, like, stupid dialogue of, like, yay, equal rights, as it's, like, fighting. It's, like, I'm rolling my eyes, like, it's just so annoying and stupid. It's just, it's, like, there just feels like no effort was put into the dialogue. Nothing created, nothing interesting. It's just very, like, in-your-face, you know, okay, this is what we have to say here to go here to do this, give you exposition. It's just not interesting. Uh, and, of course, this movie's about Han Solo, so you expect some humor, some sort of snarky lines and whatnot. And... The humor doesn't land. I mean, even the theater I was in was not laughing, which kind of, you know, tells you a lot there. When your entire theater is laughing, it's pretty bad. And there were a few moments of chuckles from people. Um, 
And I had one laugh, and it was at the freaking end of the movie when uh, Han Solo's making a bluff by saying, like, oh, the ship, the Millennium Falcon, down there's a sh- you know, it's got thousands of soldiers on it, it'll blow you to smithereens. And then Lando just flies away the ship, which was pretty funny. But it was, you know, because I, I predicted something to happen, but I didn't know why. And that was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie, but that was the only time I laughed uh, in the movie. And... Yeah, the only good character I saw in the movie, like, is this guy, like, alien guy that has, like, four arms. He kind of reminds me of, like, uh, Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. And he dies in, like, the first freaking heist. Like, there's the only good character. And he dies, like, boom, right away, gone. Uh, so it's like, I was the only character I was interested in, and he just dies. And it's not fun at all um, for that matter. Because the whole story of this movie sucks. The story's bad. It's literally just... Heist after heist after heist after heist with some sort of continuity to it because, you know, Han's got to race against time to deliver this stuff to this crime boss so that he can get money and go back for his girl. That's not really original. It's not very interesting. It has no emotion to it. And to be honest, it's it's boring. That's what shocked me for such a fast-paced movie. It's boring. The first, you know, bit I'm kind of interested because in, I'm trying to get grips with the film, you know, figure out what's going on. But there's this part once you get into kind of to the end of the first into the second act, I just tuned, I literally tuned out of the movie and, and started thinking of better movies. I was just like, hey, you know, it was just like I totally tuned out from it. And you know, it, it started getting a little more interesting when they got to this, you know, the the castle run part, which is kind of interesting and all that. And that's when I started tuning in again. Uh, and the third act is actually the best part, the most interesting part. And it's the third freaking act. It's the end of the movie. This is when all the double-crossing and the backstabbing happens. Well, that should be happening during the whole freaking movie. Because, you know, you're supposed to have that stuff to keep your audience interested. And it all happens at the end, which it kind of works. But it's all very, very, very predictable. Like, I knew what was going to happen here. And I already kind of screwed this review because this is a spoiler-free section. I'll get into spoilers uh, after this. But in the spoiler-free section, I'm trying to speak vaguely about these things. But it's just like, oh, God. Like, I can't believe. I was shocked how it was boring. Like, Last Jedi wasn't boring. Like, (laughs) for a movie I hated. I love Star Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan. I love episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Great films. Masterful storytelling. But this is the first time in a Star Wars movie I was actually bored. Like, this movie, it's it's not bad, but it's, you know, it's not Last Jedi, but it's not good. Like, it's a weird thing to play. It's like, it's okay, but it's, you know, it's not Last Jedi. It's just okay. You know, it's like, okay, things happen, but, you know, the more I think about it, that's my impression coming out was that it was okay, but the more I think about it, the more I dislike it. More things I think they're bad about, but the one good thing was actually I think Lando. Lando was the best part. Um, Donald Glover, who I haven't seen much of him, don't like his music. He's a terrible musician. Uh, he did a good job acting, I have to say. He was very charismatic, very you know quippy and you know playful. He felt like Lando. You know, he felt like he was trying to imitate Lando, which is good. I actually think that worked. And I get that the actor wants to put their own spin on, which he kind of does because it doesn't fully feel like Lando, so it works. But I'm kind of against the idea of other actors uh, playing characters, you know? 
unless the you know the original actor like dies you know midway shooting or something then yes replace my understand that but like when you go back you know and try to do these stories with different actors it just doesn't work because you uh, you associate in your brain Harrison Ford is Han Solo there's no other person that can play that character and you know it just works uh the music throughout the movie didn't notice it uh, at, at all. The only time I noticed it was when there was the you know recycled themes you know from the great John Williams score, the original trilogy, bringing back that nostalgia. Like when they're in the Castle Run, it, it kind of ticked me off because like when they're in that Castle Run and it you know you see an asteroid and it starts playing the asteroid music from Empire Strikes Back. It's like oh come on. <laughs> Like, I know what you're trying to do here with these Easter eggs. It's so in your face. Like, they're not even trying to be subtle about it. It's like, come on, you know. And it's just so, so, you know, trying to be. That's what this film is. It's trying to be something it isn't and it can't be at the same time. It's trying to be a Star Wars. Well, it's not even. It kind of is trying to be a Star Wars, you know, movie, but at the same time, it just isn't one. You know, it's 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 really, really, really strange film in many ways. Uh, there's hard, there's no character development in it. Uh, the only character development there is is this one girl, and I'll get to it in the spoiler section. But she just kind of flips on a dime, and it's kind of stupid. But no character development. There was a cameo in this movie. Uh, that some people like, some people don't like, some people don't even get the cameo. Uh, I didn't like it, but I'll explain why in the spoiler section. And, you know, all the, like I said, all the references are very forced. They're littered throughout the movie. Um, not as much as I expected, but there were enough of them that pissed me off, and I, it took me out of the film. Um, you know, so it's a very predictable movie, very boring movie, very forgettable movie. Uh, and overall just very uninteresting. Uh, but that's spoiler-free. We're now going to go into spoilers here. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. This is spoilers. You've been warned 50,000 times, so don't blame me when you hear something that you didn't want to be um, know about. Uh, but the truth of the matter is there's not many spoilers to talk about. Because like I said, all the spoilery stuff happens in the third act. You know, there's that train heist in the, you know, the first heist in the game where and there's, well, actually I'll backtrack, but there's a part where Han Solo meets Chewie, which is kind of a cool moment, uh, where he's like thrown to a prison, there's a monster in there, and I knew right away it was going to be Chewie, and it is, and they bond. But he starts speaking in Wookiee, and I'm like, when has Han Solo ever done that? You know, it's kind of weird, it changes the rules a bit, and you know, maybe it could work, but it just didn't. Um, and then of course Han Solo goes into this, like, you know, because he signs up to be a part of the Empire, and he realizes war isn't for him, and that he wants to think for himself, which is true of his character and all that, but it's very obviously, like, put in, you know, to you. Like, they kind of spoon-feed you these, the, you know, quote-unquote themes that this movie thinks it has. And that happens, and then, of course, he, you know, starts running off on these heights with Woody Harrelson, because he finds out about who he really is. You know, and whatnot. And Woody Harrelson's character turns at the end, double-cross him, which is kind of obvious. You know, when they start setting up that there is a double-cross, and it's him. It's like, oh, imagine my shock. And then, of course, uh, 
you know, there's not much else, like, in the middle. I'm trying to think of stuff in the middle, but not much really substantive happens except the Kessel Run, which is cool, but it's not, it just doesn't, none of this feels important. It all feels very pointless. You know, it's like we're, we're, we're setting all this stuff so these characters can be in one place at the end. And the bad guy, I don't even know his name. Um, he was only in it for a little bit. doesn't do much. It was kind of okay. Uh, and he has this girl, Kira, that's Han Solo's girlfriend. Which I have no chemistry between the two. Didn't work at all. Felt no emotion. Um, you know, he's trying to go back and save her. And he just deus ex machina bumps into her. Some crazy coincidence in this, like, party ship. And then they go out. Uh, from there, you know, he finds out, you know, what she's doing or what he thinks she's doing. And they keep alluding, well, you know, you really don't know what she's been doing. And that's the thing about this movie. It's so in your face. Like, there's nothing that's clever about this movie. There's nothing that's like, like, oh, maybe it's this. Like, they literally tell you, yeah, she's probably been doing some bad crap uh, in the meantime. And that's what happened. That's, you know, oh, she turns out she was actually not really that good. You know, and you find out in the end... You know, this is the big. This was the one moment the movie surprised me was when there's a cameo, and she, you know, you know, she tells like Hansel, like, "Oh, go off and you know, do your thing. Like, I'm gonna wait back here. I'll be right behind you." Um, and she, you know, turns on a, you know, turns down the blind, turns on a hologram, and up, you know, I hear this voice speaking. I immediately recognize. I'm like, "Is that Sam Witwer, the guy who voiced Darth Maul? Is this Darth Maul?" And it turns around, it's Darth Maul on a hologram. And so she's, like, working for Darth Maul for whatever reason. Uh, and that cameo is so forced. Just like all the other little Easter eggs and references and blah, blah, blah. Like the the, mu- the asteroid music. When they get on the Millennium Falcon and they turn on the freaking uh, chessboard. Which we've already seen that done in Force Awakens. Like, why do we need that Easter egg again? I mean, can we think of at least a different Easter egg to show? Like, oh, that one pissed me off. Because they show the same, like, moves happening, too. And Chewie getting angry. It's like, oh, come on. Like, it's 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 obvious, like, spoon-fed stuff, Easter eggs, to make you happy and make you smile at the film. It's just so cheap and unoriginal and uninteresting. But that happens, and uh, the Darth Maul cameo, I... Most people in the theater are freaking confused by that because they hadn't seen the Clone Wars TV series to know that Darth Maul actually survives, which is really cool in that show. Uh, I love that show, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, because it was really interesting how they developed characters and build in these other worlds and you see other things. Such a cool show that expands the Star Wars universe. Really cool. Uh, but Darth Maul's arc in that show is awesome. I mean, that was my favorite part of the Darth Maul episodes. Like, those are freaking awesome but if you don't know that you don't understand that cameo i understood the cameo but i didn't like it still and i'm a huge darth maul fan i love the guy it's freaking badass i loved him since i first saw him fan mess he's awesome but this cameo is so forced and stupid <laughs> he just is there and he just like turns on his lightsaber and just, Starts looking at it. like when have you ever seen that in a Star Trek movie where they're just like talking to something they just like turn on their lightsaber like it just oh it just doesn't work like oh it was so frustrating that's what this movie is it's really depressing and kind you know, Last Jedi was frustrating and I hated that movie but at least Last Jedi like 
turn down the freaking Easter eggs. Like, I don't even remember, you know, I mean, there was some obvious stuff, but, like, this one had, like, all this crap just in your face, and there's just, it's so boring and uninteresting. Like, I know I'm trying to, I, like, the spoiler section's not going to be very long here, because there's nothing to spoil in this movie. You know what happens to Han Solo in the end. He teams up with Chewie, and they start, you know, having adventures, and they eventually find Luke, and the rest is Star Wars. But to, they did a movie nobody asked for, gave you a story nobody really cares about. Uh, for a character we all care about and love, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Uh, the one positive thing I would say is happening for the franchise is that the Logan director is going to direct a Boba Fett standalone film. That could be very awesome. I have to say, that could be very cool. Because I really like Logan. It's a standalone superhero film that's mature. Uh, it's R-rated. A little too bloody maybe at times for my taste. But it was a mature film that knew what it was. Did its thing. Has a standalone story that I can understand. It was interesting, unique, and just well done. Well done film. If he can bring that sort of rough, gritty darkness that he had in Logan to Boba Fett, that would be perfect. I don't have to make it R-rated, but make it mature and dark. And maybe kind of neo-noir, kind of Blade Runner-y, you know, where you're in this underworld. like Kind of like that canceled Star Wars 1313 game. Like, do something like that. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. It'd be risky, and Disney's probably not going to green like that, but... They're giving it him the reins on that, and that's that could be awesome. That could be the one good, you know, uh, post George Lucas stars movie. Because I haven't like I didn't like the Force Awakens. It was unoriginal, it was a carbon copy. Uh, it was just a copy of Force Awake of uh, New Hope. Um, it was very you know just it was a retro movie as George Lucas put. Uh, Last Jedi. I actually agree with a lot of fans on this one. It's a piece of crap. It's a poorly made film. They screw up just basic filmmaking and storytelling stupid things happen and they change the rules of the universe didn't like that film rogue one i actually like rogue one it's as pointless as a film it is it actually had more emotional impact than any of these other new stars films it's actually well done interesting mature and donnie Yen's awesome in it for the little bit he is uh and there's some stuff that doesn't make sense in that movie like how some of the characters type but it's no okay. it's it's actually a good movie uh, and, you know, now this solo film was just bad. It's bad. Like, I thought it was okay when I came out of it, but it's just bad now. Um, like, like I said, uh, last thing I forgot to mention is there is no character development. Kira, like I said, uh, turns at the end. Uh, and that's, that's the only character development, and it just happens like that. There's nothing that kind of pushes that forward. Han Solo doesn't develop. Though. There's, like, a Han shoots first thing at the end, which... I didn't even notice that's what the point of that scene was where he shoots Woody Harrelson. Uh, it's the only, it was obviously what he was going to do. Like I said, the movie's very predictable, and that's what he does do, which makes sense. But it's like, I, it's like, okay, is that the lesson here that he learned to shoot first? To act on instinct, which he kind of always does. Like, it just didn't work. And, and again, the guy that plays Han Solo doesn't work either. He's... Just, it seems very forced, and it wasn't funny, wasn't interesting, wasn't Han Solo. But it's a bad film. Don't go see it. Uh, I actually encourage you to start boycotting Star Wars. 
after episode nine, or after the Boba Fett film, I'm probably going to start boycotting it because this needs to end. Disney is sucking creativity and originality out of this beloved, original, fun franchise. I know it's not crazy original, but it is original. What is its original? Not anymore. Now it's just it's a cash cow that they're milking the crap out. And they're going to milk it till people stop going. So what do you have to do? Stop going. You know, for the sake of it. I mean, I love George Lucas. Great visionary, great storyteller. Biggest mistake he made was selling uh, Star Wars to Disney. And it's turning into what I expect it to be. Which is just cookie cutter, factory made um, products. It's not art. It's just a product now. And the disappointing box office figures of, ha- of Solo Star Story. Which is a crappy title by the way. Terrible marketing. Uh, is... It's a good thing, I think. It could give them a little pushback, but I think that was mostly because of when they released it. But, you know, this has been a real view of Soul Star Wars Story. We will have more in the future, hopefully more positive ones. I love movies, and I love talking about movies, so I love to, I want to love these movies, but unfortunately I didn't. So, uh, hopefully Star Wars gets better. Hopefully the Boba Fett film is awesome with the Logan director, and hopefully we boycott Star Wars after that.